episode of Hit Dice is brought to you by Goose Teeth. Oh. Scary as fuck. Yeah. They got teeth on their tongues. I don't even want to think about that. They got, Obviously, they got, they got tooth tongues. God was getting a little crazy that day that he made geese. This episode is brought <laughs> to you by... <laughs> don't question the creativity of the divine, Caleb. That's true. It's like, God must be right if he made a goose mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Um, you know, this episode, I, I like it when uh, our episodes are brought to you by a lot of things. This one's also brought to you by Underlyle's Last Chance. <laughs> Last chance under the Last wild. chance under a while. <laughs> hey, bitch. welcome to episode 28 of Hit Dice. A real play, 5th edition, Dungeons and Dragons podcast where dragons are actually in the story. Yay. That's our slogan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing. That's Yeah, it's legit. Put, putting the dragons in Dungeons and dr- Dragons. Were there any dragons in our last episode? There campaign? was a dungeon in the last episode, too. There was a hey. dragon in a dungeon. There's there a dra- was a dragon in a dungeon in the last That's episode. Checking all the boxes, y'all. Yeah. The only real play podcast that has actual dragons in actual dungeons. This Did you might guys not know be that true. A dragon's tongue has teeth on it. <laughs> oh, just like that satanic goose we were watching on our <laughs> yeah, yeah, just dragons like are geese. Goose. That's neat. Well, geese are descendants of dragons, but yes, that's really good to know. <laughs> yeah. Since I live by a lake, they're sort of dinosaurs. <laughs> I feel like they're like little feathered. Well, maybe dinosaurs were feathered too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was um, the other day. Someone was talking about it was like on Reddit or something, and they were like, you know how everybody's like, oh, alligator tastes like chicken. And iguana tastes like chicken. They're There's like, no, a reason. It all tastes like dinosaurs. Right. Like, that's where, like, all dinosaurs tasted like chicken because they're all descendants of chicken. And I've eaten an iguana before, and it does taste like chicken. You ate an iguana? Like chicken and maybe a little bit of fish? Nope. <laughs> no, no. Tastes like Compass Ignathus. What? That's those little tiny dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, ga- a, gal- a, Gallimimus. <laughs> like, yeah, so what do I, I take for that? Penicillin? <laughs> I actually Alan, don't know if that's the name of that. I was going to say, but I think you quote Jurassic Park more readily than I think anyone I've ever met in It, my it life. is literally, I'm not joking since I've watched that movie from the beginning. It's been 15 years. I don't know. It's on I just, Netflix. I just watched it a lot back then. <laughs> Easy, breezy, beautiful, clever girl. <laughs> Uh, what are we doing? Playing Dungeons and Dragons, probably. Dungeons and, ga- Dungeons and Gooses. Maybe. We're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dungeons and Gaggles. Um, this episode, episode 28 of Hit Dice, is brought to you by our sponsors, Goose Teeth, our first sponsor. This is uh, Tabletop Loop. You know, they've been with us from the beginning. We're all holding dice that are made by them right now. At least I am, and they're beautiful. Literally. And uh, I love the way they roll. My players don't always so much, but makes the game interesting. If you are addicted to buying dice, feed that addiction. You know? Go down that rabbit hole. Chase that dragon. Go buy some more dice at tabletoploot.com. Enter the code HITDICEPOT at checkout. Get 15% off. You know what? That's not enough for you, which it never is, because you play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, you obviously have like at least one addiction to buying things that make your table and your day more nerdy. Go over to deckamini.com. That's our other sponsor. They sell RPG reference cards. Look, here's one now. I used it in the last session. Hey, neat. Yeah. Uh, I've been using it for all of our NPCs, and it's been really great, because I uh, used to have to flip through a bunch of pages to keep track of them, and no longer do I have to do that. Um, so head over to thedeckofmini.com. Get yourself some RPG reference cards. They have NPCs to use, such as a mage, a thief, a bandit. They have magic items. They have conditions. They have everything. And now, 
their cards are animated and you can pitch into that Kickstarter and you fucking should. Go over there, check it out, and uh, check out a couple of these noises that Caleb Hanks hooked us up with. This is a lion? Nice. That's a goose. Oh, that was a goose? Sorry, this is a goose. <laughs> so that's the goose noise. Is it on um, fire? I don't understand. Huh? It was like a dragon roar. <laughs> it was like a dragon roar. <laughs> oh. I used that a lot last episode, too. Oh. So, last week on Hit Dice, <laughs> shit got <laughs> real. Got really real. Oh, my God. Uh, Patches went to jail. At yep. long last, he went to jail. As usual. Yes. Where he belongs, <laughs> some would argue. And uh, he got he got caught, not caught, stealing something from a halfling. <laughs> he got caught shop. failing to steal. And... <laughs> As he was in jail, the party got split a bit. Uh, Callista, Volna, who is still in the party, and, uh, and Arwol all went to speak with the Council of Merchants and uh, beg for Patch's forgiveness, and Volna was able to convince them as, to do so. As Patches was being released, him and Van and uh, a mystery guest down there were... Excuse me. Delilah along as an NPC. Oh my yeah. god, I'd kill him so fast. <laughs> um, they were down there and the guards were having a little bit of a disagreement, but this other person that was down there, uh, named Telviv at the time, was speaking to Patches and asking him about himself, and then it turned out that he was actually a, uh, a shape-changed dragon, looking like a, looking like a half-elf... Which I guess might explain why all of his records were wrong, because he can change how he looks whenever he wants. Busted out, his son and daughter showed up, as did his cult, and he climbed up to the top of uh, Yilrafon and took the tablets of Ferisleneth while you all are here and waiting on the fairy to come and waiting for the verdict and judgment to be passed on patches. You all are in the middle of this combat still, as you are making your way to Cormanthir. And uh, that's where we're going to pick it up at. So we're still in initiative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still have your initiatives written down. And Callista was the last one to go. Yeah. Velvet dove down into the muck. Was that it? No, I think the, last the Velvet dove down. I did not take a turn. Yeah. get splashed with yeah. the... I oh, had, okay. so yeah, it's Calista been a while be since I had a turn. So yeah. you all are, uh, where you still are, you guys are actually not together. Uh, Patches and Van are down in the muck, like actually in the swamp. Uh, the body of one of the... Council of Merchants is down here. One of the mm -hmm, council, mm -hmm. the councilwoman, uh, her body is down here, scorched, her skin burned Poor from her lady. Uh, from her skeleton, and uh, the head of the guard, the female head of the guard, um, whose name you you all under only found out it was, um, uh, Thorn Ember. She's dead too. She got destroyed. This building is falling. That uh, Van and Patches are currently inside of. Arwol, Callista, and Volna are like 20 feet above the ground fighting uh, a female dragonborn that showed up and seems to be head of this cult. And she called uh, Thrustugrael, aka Velvet, the black dragon that you all are dealing with right now, her father, as did the male dragonborn when they first showed up. Um, so maybe it's their real dad, maybe it's just some weird cult term that they use to call him, who knows. But uh, she seems. Pretty zealous, as do the other cultists, but um, the town of Yolrafon has joined in this battle, but everything is pretty chaotic right now, and you guys are still caught up in the middle of it, and as we open this up, um, there is a female dragonborn sitting here. She is slick black, as is her armor. It looks thick around her. and I she had disappeared. Well, the, the, the oil is all over her. Oh, so we can see her now. Yeah, and so there's oil all over her body. Though you can't see her, you can see the outline the of this dragon coming for you. And it's actually pretty disturbing to see it dripping over these like dragon-like features of hers, because where her eyes would be, it's just like this empty space. And it's almost like ink poured over this form of like 
uh, an alligator-like dragon because the black dragons are really gaunt and scary, and you can see those horns wrapping around the front of her, and she is advancing toward all of you. She is right behind Callista, and the black dragon, uh, Velvet or Thrustugrael, has dived down and in, into the swamp itself from the top with these tablets of Frisselneth in his hands. So, Callista, you're up. Okay, um, so Callista is still invisible yes. from her previous turn. Um, and just so we can all keep track of it, y'all help pull me to this. So it is a concentration, so we need to remember that, but it lasts an hour. Okay. Um, and um, <sighs> to start off, I want to message Volna. Okay. And I'm just going to say, I'm right beside you. Run. All right. And then... Um, that was a cantrip. Does that count as my action? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are yeah. And then I want to basically hold my action to go with her whenever she actually goes. I don't want to leave her by herself. Okay. Sounds so good. When she moves, I will move right with her. Um, and then, yeah, and she, she, you know, can take her free action. She's actually right here with you in mm-hmm. the turn. So she, she does uh, just say, and I trust you. And uh, like as she responds back to this message, do you want to do anything mm-hmm. else? You're just holding the action and... Um, yeah, let's see. What do I have left? Um, how much inspiration can I do? I did one. I've got one inspiration left. So, yeah, since I'm right beside her, um, I want to, because she remembers the time we were on the horse and I wrapped my tail around mm-hmm. her to hold her on for inspiration. Um, I'm just going to sort of gently put my tail around her shoulders again as, okay. like, encouragement that I'm there and give her inspiration. Okay. Sounds good. That's my last bardic inspo for Until We Rest. Nicely done. And so as Volna is sitting here, Arwul had said out loud to her, I believe, <clears throat> he said, light her up as he like threw light this oil. Yeah, light the bitch up as he threw this oil <laughs> onto this uh, dragonborn. And I'm really sad that I had no fire spells. You can, you, can, <laughs> you, can see, you can see this oil like just pouring over it, that weird dragon-like form. You can see the oil outlining the silhouette of this dragonborn female, and you can see her goose teeth. Like as this thing is just like dripping down the sides of her face, and um, she Volna does. She her turns tongue around. is out. Yeah, um, she turns around, and you do see this fire light up in her hand. She is also going to use her bardic inspiration, which is roll you a d six. Yeah, ah, that's a bummer. Yeah, she so she she throws this firebolt out, and it does just like whew, sail like really wide. Oh, um, maybe it's because oh, you all are on this super narrow bridge-like structure that's around these buildings. But uh, this bit, Volna does not come through with uh, her firebolt cantrip, and as Volna is, as Volna's firebolt sails wide, this female dragonborn is sitting here. And she calls down, like you can see her head turn to the side and over this thing. And as she does, she yells out. She says, Graxagak, what's going on down there? As, uh, as she screams out, but nothing answers back to her. You can both hear her voice like magically booming once more as it screams down toward where you all are at. And as this happens, you, you all see her, um, she, you can see her hands starting to move and it kind of like swipes gently in front of her. Not like a slash out toward you all, but it's above her head. Mm-hmm. And she starts to chant something, and as she does, you can hear this ice starting to crack, and you can feel the air around you growing colder and colder. And as she is mm. doing this, Arwul, Callista, and Volna all need to make dexterity saving throws. Okay. I'm gonna use my inspiration and roll again. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, Eight. Eight? Mm-hmm. 15. 
A 15 saves. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bona, Bona does not away. save either. And as this is happening, oh, no. you all hear this wind come through. And as this wind is coming through and starting to swirl around you, you can heat, like, feel the air like getting colder. And these shards of ice just start raining down from the sky. They are sharp and they are flying toward you and they are large. And as they are raining down toward you, you're each going, well, uh, you, Arwell is going to take 16 cold damage. Oh, shit. Um, as will Volna. Volna is going to take 16 cold damage. That's and Calista, you're going to take eight. And then, as this ice is slamming into your bodies, you're going to take an additional four bludgeoning damage. Um, as these, like, ice shards are just slamming into each one of you. So it's 20 damage total for Arwell and Volna, and 10 for Callista. Um, as this... Ice storm starts to form around all of you, and the air freezes and slams into you. Uh, but you can see these shards forming out of what seems like uh, thin air. And is everyone still up? I am. Wow. Okay. I thought for sure someone was going down with that one. That false life helped. Damn. <laughs> uh, Patches, you were up. Van's on deck. You can see this storm like forming up here. You can hear her calling down and asking for Graxagak. And um, you can just like hear your party members screaming out and like see all these people running all over these docks and fighting. Um, You've just killed a dragonborn male that's like super dead in the swamp in front of you. I am going to firstly loot the dragonborn. Okay. Okay. Um, so he has daggers. Are they cool daggers or are they just daggers? They look like pretty cool daggers. Um, the, the blades of them are like a shiny black. Um, and so, yes. so are the hilts. Like I don't the whole even thing. Care if they don't do anything, it, it almost looks like it's carved out of like a, a obsidian, like dr- dragon glass, if you will, from uh-huh. Game of Thrones, like obsidian. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like really interesting, and not just like it's made out of metal, or it's at least like been cooked in some interesting way to give it a finish that looks cool. Yes. How many does he have? Two. I take them. Yeah. <laughs> so Patches picks both of these up. Um, you do feel a bit of power in these as you were like picking them up. <laughs> Cannot wait to attune. Um, and then, <laughs> do we know where the Invisibility! fairy... Do, do we know where the fairy is? Yeah, so you're in a, you were in a swamp, right? But a river does cut through the town and, and on the one And the building that's right next to us is like... It's like it's collapsing. To, okay. Yeah, it's like right. actively collapsing. And so, and we're down, so is the, do I, we go up to get to the, sorry, do we go up to get to the ferry? You're on the, uh, you would have to go up to the first dock at least, and on the, if you're looking at the town, on the left side of the town, a river runs, sorry about this, a river runs through it, <laughs> and, and the ferry, that seems like the only place a ferry could is show Meryl up. Is Meryl Streep anywhere? Yeah, um, she's singing Mamma Mia, she won't quit. <laughs> Uh, okay, and on the uh, what level is the shop on that I? It's the third. It's on the third, the third level. Of four. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> Do I? Can I roll perception just to see if I see the halfling shopkeeper anywhere? Yeah, sure. In all the commotion, um, so that is an eighteen. Yeah. So uh, you. Actually, you do see her, and she is up here with a short sword and a shield in front of her shop, and you can see that there are cultists on, like, either side of her, like, moving in toward her. And how far away is that? Uh, I mean, she she is 30, like, she's, like, 30 or 40 feet above you. And you can see her, because they have those narrow little walkways all around these buildings, so she's standing on it, like, right in front of the door of her shop with the sword and a shield, and these two cultists like coming in on her the cultists to remind you have okay. these black metallic um, clawed gloves yeah, yeah. these black robes and the uh, black dragon mask I, over so I'm, i yell up so that she can hear me 
And I say, I almost got that ship. <laughs> and then I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to fire an arrow at one of the cultists that's okay. she's uh, Do it. I'm going to help her. Got that ship. So that is a 21. 21's a hit. Oh yeah. Would it be sneak attack if it was her? Even that, like, does it need to be somebody in the party that's within five feet of the or ten feet? Uh, the... I think it's just an ally. She's fighting these guys, so. Okay. All right. Cool. Then sneak attack. Yay! <laughs> so eight, thirteen. 14. 14. So as Patches looks up to the shopkeep, he's like, I almost had that shit! And he fires this arrow, and it just like like sticks right into the cultist that is sitting beside this woman. And as it does, like you see this person lurch and like reach for it, and you see the shopkeeper like immediately look toward you, and she's like, I knew it! Like, <laughs> she's like looking down, and like all these people are fighting and everything. Um, but she she does like pull this sword out and she just slashes at the other cultist who did not get hit with your arrow. And as she does, they just jump back and then they hold their hand forward and they like you can see her body like seize up and the Aww. other one's like coming up behind her with the dagger. Um, so like you're seeing this from uh, like down in the swamp, like all of this is happening. Anything else? Yeah, just like, don't die. <laughs> Van? Is that? Well, I guess I can't really see. I would have heard the Dragonborn lady screaming and shit. Yeah, you would have heard her at least ask Graxagak what was going on. I'm going to help Patches and try to shoot one of the other guards that's attacking that lady. So I would have just both done like (laughs) firing arrows up at this halfling's fight. Mod 20. Wow. That's uh, a hit. hit, And that is a. And that's a sneak attack. Six plus my dex. Mm -hmm. Yep. Seven, eight damage. And then plus two D6s. And then two D6s. Uh, six and four. Eighteen damage. Holy shit. Are, were you aiming for the one that Patches hit? Or I was you... aiming for the other guy. Yeah, so the other one is, like, has their hand out. And, like, as their hand comes out, that female halfling just seizes up. And you can see her plump little comfortable halfling body just, like, go rigid as this hand is held out to her. And as soon as she does, this other cultist is coming up, like, dagger brandished. And as soon as this happens, uh, let's see. Your arrow just, like, flies up here as you and Patches are both pulling these back. And how do you kill this uh, cultist? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it just sinks right into the back of his neck, and he just like falls at the feet of the lady. And I'm like, sucks to suck, slut. And then I'm going <laughs> to make my way up towards where I heard the dragon lady. I'm okay. going to start walking And so that with way. that, you see the halfling's body. like She regains control of it. And as this other cultist is in front of her, you can see her like ready herself against them again. The other cultist with the dagger poised, however, is not looking too good. Like hunched over and clutching like where that arrow is still in their body at where Patches fired it um, and she's looking ready to fight them up here. Anything else, Fan? I'm just going to look over to Patches and be like, you got this and start walking up the way. All right. Arwell, you were up. Um, I am going to uh, turn over my shoulder and see the female dragonborn um, with the oil dripping off of her face and I'm going to do a few movements with my hand and I'm going to cast Mind Spike on her. Oh, cool. So it's just a wisdom save for her. 19? Uh, beats. So I get half damage on her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
she takes four damage. Okay, so as this happens, Arwell does turn around. You can see that oil like dripping all over her, and just like really quickly, Arwell cast this spell, and you can see her head jolt back a bit. But she really quickly, like even though it's just the oil and sort of this outline of her, you can see her head like come back up really quickly, and she just snarls as uh, this mind spike hits her head. Anything else, Arwell? Um, I'm gonna keep running down to the. Um, Whatever I am here for here. Uh, sorry, down to patches. Arwell is taking off down here. You can see someone who is in the cult over and near you. Um, and as this is happening, uh, I need patches and van to make dexterity saving throws. Seven. I got oh, that last time I sucks. Seven. Okay, you both got seven. Uh, so as as you were both sitting here, what? Um, the ceiling begins to fall, and this building is buckling. Like, it is, it is no longer swaying gently to the side with little rocks falling out of it and dust. Like, this entire thing is crumbling underneath you, like, above you, and you can see the building buckle. Like, it falls and, and it starts to lean over as, uh, like, it is falling on top of everything. And you are both going to take two bludgeoning damage as a mm-hmm. couple of rocks hit you in the head, I guess. But with that, you do hear this like hiss, like, and you can see the swamp start to move and bulge in a certain place, like right in front of where you guys are. You can see like these spines and these horns come up and these green eyes come through it. Uh, the body of like, as the foundation is crumbling beneath this, you can see the body of that male dragonborn just beginning to sink down and into it as the swamp starts to cover up slowly around him. But like, as it's slowly gurgling and bubbling and his body is sinking into it, it seems like at the last second, something quicker just like pulls it down. Um, and you just see this like spine come up, and as this is happening, miss. That's a hit. And oh yeah, shit, that's a hit. Um, so with one swipe, like out of nowhere, as this body gets pulled down, a claw comes up and just slams into. It'll hit patches. Um, patches. That is going to be twelve slashing damage on the first one, and then uh, this maw comes up and out of the (laughs) muck, and it goes to bite at you, and it's gonna do an additional seven piercing damage. So, 19 damage Mm -hmm. total? Yeah. That's a lot of damage. Yeah, so like, Patches puts these daggers away, the body of this dragonborn gets pulled down and into it. Yeah, so Patches like, I mean this claw just slams into you and then this maw goes to bite and as you're jumping out of the way you just like find yourself like stumbling backwards and just the force of it coming up is enough to like bruise a lot more than your ego. Uh, Patches, you are just, you're like, you're the only one standing down in the muck anymore. You, ju- you do hear a voice call out to you, but it seems like it's in your mind more than it is coming from anywhere else and it just says, Killing my son will be the last mistake you make. And then I just say, I'll probably make several more mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Underlyle is still sitting in his building, though it is crumbling like, around him. Uh, he seems just like totally locked up and in fear, and he's just going to keep on standing there. <laughs> yeah, the, the building's crumbling around him, and you just look back, you're like, Last chance, underline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's for man. real this time. Uh, Callista, you were up. Okay. I'm a little bit frustrated with our friend Volna for not actually moving anywhere on her last <laughs> turn. <laughs> oh, she would have kept oh, running. Okay. Sorry. Oh, did she actually yeah, move? Yeah. Okay. So, never mind. I'm no longer frustrated with her because I moved with her. Okay. Um, I want to look back 
as we're running away from mm-hmm. what I can only assume is Velvet's daughter, which sounds like a country song by Dolly Parton. Velvet's <laughs> daughter. <laughs> Velvet, don't you let me down? Maybe There's that's Reba. One chance under loud, don't let me down. Do y'all know she saw my nipples go on? I think we've heard that story. Dolly Parton is your nipples? No, Reba. Oh, Reba. 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 Got yeah. it. Yeah. Velvet. But Dolly's on the list. <laughs> anyway, as we're, we're coming, um, girl. Like, as I'm trade. rounding the corner with Volna, I want to look back and cast Bane on our friend back here. Okay. Um, what does she roll against that? Um, she's going to make a charisma saving throw. Yeah, that's a nat twenty. She passes. Yeah, <laughs> she she is unaffected by this Bane. As sorry, as as Thruster Grail is down here like ripping at patches, she just seems like she's bolstered. Her brother has not yelled back up to her yet, and she like this ice storm is finishing off around all of you guys. Anything else, Callista? Okay, um, so I want to. Invisible Callista. Invisible Callista is staying as quiet as she can to stay invisible, sort of pressing up against the wall of the building to okay. be less obvious and easy sure. to hit. Same as last time, sort of holding action to move wherever Volna moves. Okay. Speaking of which, Volna is up. She has rounded this corner. You all, as you round it, you can no longer see this uh, dragonborn female who's dripping in like all this oil, and she, she just runs up toward Arwell like as quickly as all of you can. Okay. And right as you all are making your way up here, you can see all of this fighting happening still. Um, the skunk-haired woman and uh, her half-orc friend are like side-by-side side fighting at this point. And like they, when they're like side-by-side side like this, you all haven't seen them fight next to each other. It's like a sight to behold. Like they are like throwing enemies at each other and like as he's throwing one toward her, her bat is connecting with it and he's reaching around and under her and like throwing one of the cultists off the side and they keep referring to each other as rough and tumble. And like as they are like throwing all of these people off the sides of this place, but they seem uh, like even with her black eye and like all of his scratches from like all the zombie fights and stuff, they just like seem to have each other's backs and they seem like they are in the zone like above you all and you can just see like the like the remnants of their fighting coming down and around you. Hashtag um, relationship goals. Yeah, it's like Colossus yeah. and Wolverine, the fastball special. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and as this is happening, uh, you actually notice that. Uh, tumble the half or foot falls out from under him and you see him slip and fall off of this bridge as they are fighting all these people. <gasps> Sheila, aka Ruff, reaches for him but like is not able to get him. And as she is reaching for him, he does fall like deep into the swamp and you just like hear the like and Patches and Van both see this body like hit the swamp as uh, he is falling. You are not sure. I, I'm oh, gonna, go I'm, he's not going to hurt. I'm gonna, yes. I'm casting Featherfall on him. Okay, is that a reaction? That's his reaction. reaction. Okay, so he's he like goes to fall, and you like cast this out, and uh, and you see you see Sheila, and she looks over to you and sees your hand like extended and out, and as Tumble like falls gently, he stands back up, and you just hear him like Wah! like as he gets up and out of this muck, and like immediately he's like. He has not used a weapon like anyone else. He's like using bare fists and knees, nice. and he's like only wearing these like capri sort of pants. And like his tusks are sitting up. He looks over at Van and he looks over at uh, Patches, and he starts making his way toward you. Sheila looks over toward Arwol, and uh, she's just like you can see the relief on her face. And, like as she looks over to you, she like you can see these cultists coming in and around her. She flips onto the other side of the bridge so that she's hanging on it with one hand. And as she lets go, she lands right beside all of you where you are and she's uh, and as she's standing here like bat ready and standing behind you all she's like suppose I owe you a favor for that one 
Like as as she is looking toward our Oh yeah, badass yeah. lady. I'll be like, I like the sound of it. Yeah, and so you see your skunk here. She does stand in front of you, and she's like leading the way with all of you. R- Ruff is with Arwal, Callista, and Volna. Uh, Tumble is down in the swamp on the bottom with Patches and Van. Mm-hmm. And so she like hangs over the side and like drops down instead of like doing all of the running that you guys have been doing from dock to dock. She just like <laughs> takes the express route to get down to where you all are. Um, her feet land a little unsteadily, but she's able to catch herself and get her balance. And she is standing here with uh, all of you. As she is, yeah. you all hear you all hear something. Yeah, she's checking Facebook. You you all hear something really strange from around the corner, like a like a magical whoosh of some kind. Um, and as that is happening, you like nothing else seems to be like happening immediately. But like back from where this dragonborn lady was, you just hear like some sort of whoosh, some sort of like air being released, like out of a pocket or something. And uh, nothing else seems to happen immediately after that. Patches, you are up, and Van, you're on deck. Um, I'm going to start running toward the ferry. Oh, the ferry. I was like, was there a ferry? <laughs> like the boat. Okay, yes. I got it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> thinking Tinkerbell. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember it. So Patches, after these like claws and mouth go back down in the swamp, you're just going to take off. Fuck yeah, running like as quickly that. as you can. Uh, you are going to take an attack of opportunity as this claw comes up and out of the swamp, but as you like see the bulge and the bubble from it and you're able to sidestep like around it and take off like running. Um, as long as you're in the swamp, it is difficult terrain, but otherwise like go get as far as you can. Okay, which way am I going? Where is the ferry? Uh, you wanna get, you'll wanna get up and on the docks. Are you doing anything else? What? I'm you just- could, Dash, if you're not doing anything else. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Patches makes his way up toward here in the muck. Like, you can see his fast hands and his fast feet, like, doing their best to get <laughs> up here. Van, you were up. I'm so tired of being in, like, trash and <laughs> shit. And... So, right. same. As I'm walking up, I'm going to kind of get up towards where uh, Ruff and the rest of the gang is. And I look back kind of over my shoulder as I'm making my way up, and I'm like, Patches... It's pretty cool how they have that name, like, Rough and Tumble. We should have our own thing, like, Shake and Bake. Because you got fast hands, so you're, like, shaky. And I can be baked because I make some kick-ass pull-apart bread. <laughs> <laughs> and then I start making my way up towards the rest of the game. Patches and Tumble are just, like, sitting down here in this muck as Van is, like, bantering about what nicknames you guys might call each other in the future. Yeah, so are you trying to run past this... Cultist? Oh, uh, that is a cultist. Um, okay, I'm gonna run up uh, in front of him, mm-hmm. and um, I'm just going to shoot him in the face with an arrow, or at least try to. I don't. No? What is it? Eight. Eight? Yeah, you definitely don't hit him in the face with an arrow. So, Anything as else? my cunning action, I would like to disengage and just. Stand back. Okay, yeah, you all see Van running up to this guy. He pulls out uh, his hand crossbow and shoots it, totally misses this guy. And as he's running and talking about his pull-apart bread, this, like, cultist reaches out with a dagger to stab him, and you just see Van, like, quickly step to the side and, like, keep running (laughs) past this person as he's, like, making his way up these ramps. Yeah, Yeah, with disengage you can. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Arbel's up. I'm going to run past Sheila around the corner of this big building. Um, and I'm going to be coming down. I see that there is a cultist mm-hmm. semi-engaged with Van, um, and I'm going to uh, take my sling and sit on my caltrops at it. 
Oh, that hits. Nice. Um, How do you know? 22. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it hits. Five damage. Yeah, so you guys see R will come around, like, sling, just, like, swinging, and Van, like, as you're stepping to the side, you finally see your other other party. You all haven't seen each other for, like, it's probably been about two hours at this point, an hour to two. And at you you all are, like, reuniting up on the yeah, You just see R, like, call. <laughs> yeah, like, coming around this, and, like, you just see him loose this couch up, and it's just, like, <laughs> right into this cultist's head, and they're, like, you can hear, like, even under the mask, like, oh, they're all serious and kind of creepy, but you hear just, like, ow, fuck! Like, it's this couch up, just like... <laughs> <laughs> like, like oh, just throwing fucking traps at me. Arwell and Calista don't recognize me. Oh, you're still looking like that guard. Yeah, you just see this guard, like, running up and past you oh. and yelling about his pull-apart bread. <laughs> but seriously, it's amazing. That sounds like Van. <laughs> Is that Van? the best thing you make that for us next week. Oh, my God, I'm down. And, yeah, as, as anything else, Arwell? Oh, that's it. You are running up this thing, and as you do, a form comes up oh, and out fuck. of this swamp. Uh, Velvet appears up here, and as Velvet's head comes up and over this, um, he does walk over. Uh, he doesn't walk, he comes up in between patches and this, and uses two claws to just slam into this dock. And as he's slamming into this dock, like, just destroys it by slamming both of his strong arms into it, there's no longer uh, a ramp to get up here, and it is a 20-foot drop uh, from where everybody is. So they're all basically two stories above patches and tumble. This dragon is sitting there looking at you. You can see this green slime pouring out of his mouth. And as he destroys it, uh, the crash actually seems much bigger than you assumed it would be. And you realize that the entire building behind you, the one that you came from, is leaning and crashing to the side. And you can hear Underlyle like screaming inside of it as this building like comes down. What a dumbass. Last chance, Underlyle. <laughs> yeah. Actual um, last chance. But I mean, this you building just like in the swamp and everywhere. And so I am going to add some more really quickly drawn debris to the map. Yeah, all of these things you can get on top of, and they are as tall as they look. But (laughs) Underlyle's soup's dead, (laughs) and... Underlyle's last dance. Yeah. Last dance of Underlyle. Stand up. And (laughs) and one more time to kill the pain. Kill the NPC? And then, like, as Velvet comes up, this neck stretches forward toward Patches, like, mouth wide open and, like, trying to snap down at you. That is going to be... No. It's a 15. No. It doesn't hit. Seriously? Yeah. What is your AC? 16. Because of the fucking bracelet? No, no. 17 with that. Yes, I mean... Well, se- with the bracelet, you have plus one. Yeah, so that'd be, it was a 17 with the bracelet. Christ. And so <laughs> this, like, goes out and, like, uh, patches as this dragon's head is, like, would be reaching forward and toward you. you. You go to jump out of the way, but, like, this maw is wide and these horns are coming at you and you can see how quickly it is. You feel like you get just a little bit further. Like, it's like this bracelet pulls you to the side just a bit <laughs> as this... Like, you get your full-length jump and then you feel just a small tug and you can feel the wind off of that powerful maw just, like, clamp down. And you can feel the heat and the sizzle off of it as the drool is like hitting the uh, like swamp waters beside you in the mud but like this dragon's maw its head is like almost as big as you are it's not as big as Unitazasis 
Uh, Thruster Grail is not as big as Unitazasis or the Golden Dragon that you all saw, but he's also much larger than Agdavaska Cast, the smaller mm-hmm. wormling that you all fought. But you see this like m- this head is still like almost as big as you are, and this maw is still shut right beside you, <laughs> and you can just smell like the stench coming out of this mouth and off of this dragon. And That's one of those big bright green eyes that I'm running by. <laughs> one of those big bright green eyes is just sitting beside you and looking at you, Callista. You're up. Callista is seeing this happening down below them as she's just coming up on that corner. I'm just like, fuck! Is looking down, and she's still invisible, um, mm-hmm. but she's got her scimitar out, and she's going to... I have thaumaturgy just as a tiefling, um, so she's going to use thaumaturgy to shout out, making it seem as if it's coming from all directions, my patches is not a snack! Okay. She's <laughs> jumping off... of the railing with the scimitar overhead. No one's sure where this is coming from. She's totally invisible. You have no idea where she is. And just leaping down. I mean, there's literally like no spells left or anything. I'm just leaping down with the scimitar to try to land on top of this dragon and hack at it. Okay. Um, I'll. <laughs> you're trying to like attack with it as you hit though. Like, yeah, using like that land momentum with as you're it. Falling. Yeah. Okay. I will. Where? How close is patches? I will let you roll advantage. Since you're invisible! Hell yes. But it's advantage. Okay, good. Woo! The first one. That'd be hilarious. You just, see, you just see, like, like in the that mud one. Not my snack. Okay, that's a nine. And with the scimitar, mm. I add six. So that's a 15. Ooh, yeah. So with the 15, Calista comes down. You have that scimitar poised and above this uh-huh. dragon, and as you're plunging it in, it just like like right Slides off of right these out. scales. You are standing on top of Thrastugrael. Hell yeah! Um, I'm gonna uh, roll a deck saving throw for me, really quick, okay. as this dragon starts to like move with okay. you on top of uh, his back. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> Is it a one? Oh god! So Calista's sword hits, Sorry. and like as you go to like dance oh, on god. top of this dragon, um, nice purge. Oh god! Um, as you go, like you're usually very graceful, but like mm-hmm. this dragon is slick and covered in this swamp slime, and, and I'm Calista so just fucking mad because he tried to eat patches. I just can't. And <laughs> as as she does, she like whoop, falls right beside you in patches. You don't like. You only hear this. You, you don't see, see any of it. You just see a Calista-shaped indention in the swamp. Yeah, you just see, yeah, like, very cartoon, like, just, like, like right beside you, and you're like, what you the fuck? You can see the little horns on the side, so you know. Yeah, and as, like, as you, I will say you're prone since it was a natural one, but, like, as she's laying there, you see the mud come up and around her over this, like, invisible figure, but you would be able to tell it's Callista even by, like, the stuff, especially after she, like, screamed your name out and everything. But it you didn't just, work out, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. You, you just hear, No. Leave me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Valna is up, and as she comes up, you all see her, like, hold this hand out, and, yeah, she's going to ke- continue running forward. Uh, Callista's tail is no longer on her, but, like, seeing Callista fall, she takes, uh, she has a simple short sword that you all gave her. Um, and as she, she follows Callista's lead, and she's just, like, uh, jumps off the side of this, and with the sword poised, she like tries to slam it into this dragon. Yeah, and so the same thing. Her sword just like like right off of these scales, and she is going to attempt to stay on it. And uh, she actually is able to. Like as this dragon starts to thrash, she's up on its back, and so Volna's like up on this thing. One of her hands is down and touching it. Both of her feet are like centered on its back. As all of you are sitting down here and fighting this dragon. Um, <laughs> 
Arwol and Van, you just see these lights like slam, like coming at you really brightly, and they slam into each of you. Arwol is going to take oh, no. five damage. Van is going to take five Ow. damage, and oh really? Yeah. Damn. And Ruff is going to take three damage. Ow. And as this happens, like you all see, little Arwol just like this little dart of magic slams into the back of him. Uh, you were unsure where it came from, but uh, as it hits the back of him, he just like falls down on this uh, dock that is in front of everyone. Patches, you are up. Great. Um, <laughs> I'm going to. So all of this, so this bridge kind of collapsed, or this ramp, and like there's just like kind of like ramparts and like shit here. Yeah, from the ramparts we watched. Yeah, I'm going to dive. So just into straining. all the like debris and like okay. like wood and stuff like that and try to hide. <laughs> you, so you guys like in. you see Callista like just like, like right maybe like even patches. like into the fucking muck and just like try to hide. Okay, roll to oh. stealth. Seventeen. About to start making my way. Okay. Some Downtown? <laughs> Something like that. Uptown. Uh, Van <laughs> Vendingulous fart baby is up. <laughs> Arwol is unconscious and on deck. So I'm looking back at the um, occultist or whatever you call him. Yes. And um, and I'm looking back and forth between um, Ruff mm-hmm. and the occultist. And I'm like, Ruff, so glad you're here. Uh, I, I talked this over with Tumble already, and he was saying that I could be a part of your group and I could be uh, Apple Crumble. So uh, <laughs> hold on, let me show you my skills, and then I'm going to try to shoot this occultist in the face again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Baked goods for the win. Delightful. It's an 11. 11 does not hit. So you're like, let me show you my skills. And you pull out your crossbow and it's like, I'm like, uh, sorry, I'm I'm off because I was kicking way too much ass earlier in the battle. (laughs) I'm trying to dial it back. And then I'm going to keep running over. Is this the the oil-covered dragon lady? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to run back this way a little bit. And help. Oh, I can't. I already did an action. Okay. Uh, Arwol, I'm going to run back. Arwol is up, and he's making a death saving throw. I fell. What was it? That was a five. Okay. Yeah, you see little Arwol sitting here, um, and as his body is laid sprawled out on the ground, uh, he does not seem to be budging. He seems pretty well passed out. Blood is starting to pour out of him a bit. His little fingers and glove have ice shards all over them where it is frozen and cracked. And uh, Velvet is up. And as as Velvet is up, he um, how close are you to him, Patches? Right beside him. Yeah, he uh, Velvet like bucks really quickly with Volna on his back. Uh, oh wow, Volna's able to stay on there. Like as he bucks, Volna is just like holding on. She's using her sword to balance herself, and um, and as like Thrustgrail Velvet calls out, he's like. Uh, a cheap trick trying to hide from me in my own domain. And as he does, he doesn't even look. His claw extends and goes right to where Patches is. And he's like, You think you can hide from me in my home? Another mistake. It seems you were right. And with that, he is going to grab onto Patches and need you to make a strength saving throw for me. You just got called out. Oh, I'm really good at this. <laughs> 16. Holy shit. The 16, this claw's coming around you, and everyone who was up top would notice that Velvet did not look 
toward where Patches is. Like Velvet's still looking around, just reaches that like hand right down toward him. Uh, and as it comes up, he like pulls up and out of the swamp. There's nothing in it. Uh, Patches, you're able to like <laughs> submerge and like hold it off. And then it's this like somebody walking past you to go to the bathroom on an airplane, just like yeah. <laughs> and it, it does go. It breaks over you, and then this other hand slams down into where you are, but it does miss. It doesn't seem like it's able to get all the way through this muck, like where you are hiding. And then this maw is going to lash out wow. toward Tumble. Okay. Good. And as this maw lashes out towards Tumble, he is able to like jump back, his hands up and in front of him. Uh, he's like, "Ruff, jump!" Onto his back, and she, like with her free action, is just like right behind you, friend. And as this is all happening, Velvet has quite a few misses. These townspeople are all starting to come around. The cultists are starting to fade back and away. It seems like there are less of them here. These arrows are flying, though many of these townspeople have fallen to it. This hail of arrows comes down and off of the top of these docks. Many of them bounce off the skin, but one actually does sink home into velvet as these arrows <laughs> coming down and after him. And it doesn't. It does not seem like it does much, um, if anything at all. Callista. Oh wait, sorry. Um, yeah, Callista, you're up. Okay. Wow. Um, I'd like to use my action to get up. <laughs> oh, God. I'm a little embarrassed and covered in mud, but still invisible under the mud, I guess. Yeah, underneath it. Yeah. Um, so I stand up. Too bad Orwell's wand isn't at the ready. I know, right? Mm-hmm. That'd be, that would have been great. You're just a mud tiefling. I'm a mud tiefling. This is the least clean you've been in a long time. I, I hate it a lot, but Everything okay. people can see of you is only mud. It's worth it. You can just use your movement to stand up. Yeah, that's okay. my movement as I stand up. And then I'm just really, like, embarrassed and frustrated. And so Calista just goes, and hacks out at the leg of the dragon that's right beside her with the scimitar. Oh, God. Because <laughs> I've got no spells left, know you, He know you there now. Oh, sure. Yeah. So 15? Uh, 15 is not a hit. Damn, he's hard to hit. He's yeah. so big and he's right there. And How'd so I miss him? You like you 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 go at him with this. It's a is it a rapier? It's a um, scimitar. Oh, the the singing one. Yeah. Yeah, and so you hit out at him, and as you do, this thing just rings out, but like it it's like reverberating off of just the scales of this leg on this dragon, like as you are attempting to hit it. And I mm. love the sound of it, but I'm still really yeah, mad like, that I missed. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I think that's all I can do. All right, Volna still being on the top of it is going to attempt to plunge her. Also, um, you would be getting advantage on that. Did you roll oh, advantage? No, I didn't. Yeah. So you guys, everyone who's around and attacking, you guys are like all oh, around this dragon. I forget about that. So that's a 16. Uh, it still doesn't better. hit. Yeah, same results. Damn. And Volna is going to attempt to... No, wait, 17? Pl- uh, doesn't hit. Still doesn't. Plunge her mm-hmm. short sword into it, and at the same time, she still can. It bounces off the back of this dragon. It's hard to hit. And yeah, as this is all happening... Um, Van, you feel a dagger like sink into the back of you, and you can feel heavy breathing. And you hear a voice say, Where is Graxagak? As you take six piercing damage. You can feel this like female dragonborn right behind you. So Sheila being up on this dock, she lurches where is she at oh yeah she lurches back and takes off running and she is also going to jump onto do her best to jump onto the back of this dragon and she is 
uh, able to, and as she comes down, she has this bat with a nail in it, and when she's coming down, she lands on the back and just with all of her strength and weight and speed, like slams into this, and you actually do see Velvet's body like push down a little bit mm-hmm. as she jumps down and on top of him. A decent amount of damage to Velvet as she lands mm-hmm. on top of him. Cool. All right, sorry, Patches, you're up now. I'm gonna use my fast hands to climb up the wall. Okay. Up the, to... sh- the sheer side of this. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. You guys see Patches come up and out of the muck, and he's just like climbing Straight the wall up, up and out wall. of it. Yeah. Um, and then I. This is a cultist. Mm-hmm. God, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna stab him. Okay. With your new daggers? Uh, no, because I don't know what they do yet. That's a uh, twenty-one. Yeah, it's a hit. Of the show. And then, so 21 for that one. So seven damage. And then I'm going to stab him again. <laughs> okay. And that is 24. Yep. For one more damage. Holy shit. That was all you needed to kill this guy. Uh, it was He had one HP left on that last hit. So are you adding all of your pluses to everything, damage and everything? Yeah. Okay. So uh, how, how do you kill this guy? I, I just, like, climb up the wall, and, like, as I'm climbing up, like, hand over hand, I just I get onto the ground and just with both hands, almost, like, in the same motion that I was climbing, just, like, both daggers into the chest. Yeah. So you guys see Patches climbing up here, and as his hands are going up, he has to pull down by his sides, and as they're coming up, he gets one dagger and shoves it in, <laughs> and he pulls up with the other and gets another one. He's, like, hanging onto this guy's body and, like, pulls himself the rest of the way up with the daggers in it, and you can see this ar- the arms go limp. This mask slides off of his face as Patches is, like, cutting into him, and you can see this, like, he just looks like a regular guy underneath the mask, like re- like this really bright red beard, obviously a human, freckles across the front. not a face we've seen before. No. Okay. And uh, as this is happening, Patches just like turns to the side, gets up on the dock, and this body just like, like hits, uh, hits Velvet and then falls into the mud, like with this blood kind of splattering onto the black scales that uh, Velvet has. Anything else, Patches? Um, drinking a health potion is an action, right? Mm, yes. Okay. Nope. You, you can use an object with fast hands, but you already used them in time, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, Van, you're up. I'm going to use my cunning action to disengage and step a couple of... You can't see her, but you can hear her and did feel her dagger. If you like, attack in an invisibility, don't you lose it? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just if you're hiding and if oh. the attack Yeah, she's hits. still invisible. Like, he would know where she last was, but it's not like... It's okay. like, whew, as long as she's concentrating, she can stay okay. invisible. I disengage and... Look around, and I don't. But is she still covered in oil? So there's still like a silhouette. You don't see her. I don't see her at all. And I hold my back where she stabbed me, and I'm like, maybe you'll get more answers out of people if you don't walk up and fucking stab them. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) And then I'm gonna loose a bolt into the area where I thought she would be and not hit her. How do you know? Because I rolled a three. Well, you're right. (laughs) So you don't. Um, you like you turn around and you say this and you shoot a bolt and it just like like way off the side of this. Then I'm gonna um, use my uh, movement action to move a little bit further back. This dragon is like roaring out beneath you guys as this fight is going on. These arrows are flying. These people are fighting. Um, Arwell is about to make another death saving throw um, since he's still lying on the ground there. Where are? Oh, there you are. You're right beside where she was last seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Arwell's still sitting on the ground, but uh, with this, you all do see 
um, tumble come up to this dragon, and with his fist, he just like pulls it back and punch like punches at this dragon with it. And as he does, he just starts unleashing all of these hits toward this dragon. Um, only one of them seems to like really connect as he's coming at it, but he does hit once, and the dragon like velvet does flinch back just a little bit. And he's gonna do a little bit of damage, nothing crazy. Arwell, you're up. Don't roll a one. Please. Uh, it's a six. I oh again. my god. That's oh my two god. out of three fails. No, 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 so no, Arwell's no. blood is starting to like seep no, through no, no, no. the boards no. on no. this walkway that he's on. <laughs> no. uh, his little body crumpled up. You all would know that um, mm. the dragonborn female is somewhere close to Arwell. He is like actively dying and like on death's doorstep I as can't get there. Uh, he is sitting here. No. Um, but Velvet does like roar up and hisses out and just says, That's enough. This fight ends here. All of you stop this now. Pledge your allegiance to me. This is my town. You fight for nothing. This fight is won. And as he says this, reaches up onto his back with both of the front two feet. Tumble is down here punching, and as he reaches up, Volna just like slashes out with this short sword to like deflect his hand as it is coming toward her. And she takes a step back, and I am gonna let her do a little bit of damage because he rolled a one. Cool. And she does, uh, she like cuts at it, and you do see this like red blood come out of this hand as it reaches Good. like back Time. toward her. And then like as this happens, he does buckle a little bit and just says, Fine, continue the fight. See how it turns out for you. Look at your friend on the dock, hiding underneath this, an entire building collapsed. Do you think you can win against me and my people and my daughter? You've killed my son, but no more shall fall. And as he says this, you can see this green ichor kind of slime start to pour back out of his mouth. When you first saw him, it was leaking out. And then when you first saw him, it was, well, it wasn't just drool, it was like this green bright slime. And when he came back, it rained down from the top of this place and was no longer coming out of his mouth. But now you can see it starting to build again Mm, inside of this and starting to drip out. And you can hear it sizzling. And as his turn ends, like he gets that hand down from Volna and like you can see his haunches like starting to move as he's like preparing himself to do something. Um, But like all of this green slime is starting to come up and out of his mouth. Callista, you were up. Callista very much wants to try to make her way back up to where Arwell is. So she's going to start moving in that direction. As she goes, she's going to cast her vicious mockery cantrip mm-hmm. at the dragon. Because I just remembered cantrips work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and so basically she's still invisible. So he's just hearing this. Dis- Can I dual cantrip or just one? One. Okay, damn. So I can't thaumaturgy it. <laughs> be cool. <laughs> yeah, it would be really cool. But basically, he's just hearing a disembodied voice nearby saying, the tear fall is coming, and this is the best territory you could claim. And she sort of backs around the back of him and tries to make her way up to where okay. Arwell is. And he makes a what? He has to make a... It's a wisdom save. Wisdom. That's uh, an eight. That fails. <laughs> This doesn't do a ton of damage, but it does some. It does four mm-hmm. psychic damage. Nice. Psychic That's damage as much is good as it damage. can do. <laughs> so you do see this wince of pain as uh-huh. this is happening, and you hear him just like <laughs> time 
as you're trying to do this and clawing and trying to get these people yeah, off she's still back. she's muttering as she climbs up about the other dragons they've met the territories they've claimed and how what a poor job he's doing <laughs> yeah as this is as this is all happening uh, you all hear a voice come out and over everything it just says it's a voice that has not been involved in this fight up until this point. You see an elegant man in a yellow tunic walk out with long pointed elf ears. And as Oristral walks out, he says, if you are all dead, I imagine that there will be no way for me to return home. So consider this a favor and one that I intend to have repaid. And as he says this, he flicks a hand out and with his hand, he pushes down like this and you all see Velvet just like into the entire like swamp underneath it and you can see him trying to stand and his mouth held closed in front of him and his eyes do widen as this happens as he's being like pushed into this swamp. Um, and you can like as this happens he puts his fingers up to his temples and he is looking toward him. He is about 40 feet up and while all this fighting is going on, he's looking out at all of you and you can see his eyes beginning to move. Oh, this spell is way more powerful than I thought it was. Oh, do the full damage. <laughs> 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 and as this thing like sits down and like gets pushed into the ground. He, yeah, he just, he yells out to all of you and it seems like he's, Lorstel is fighting something up here. Uh, he just really calmly speaks out to everyone and as all of the hunters are like pulling back their arrows and about to shoot at this, he holds his hand up and he just says, hold, men, everyone. I wouldn't wake him from this if I were any of you. As he holds his hand up, you all see him wince as another voice comes from somewhere and you can hear this whisper over it and you hear the voice say, release my father. And like this, the words are imbued with some kind of magic. And as Orstral winces and like doubles over, you see him almost lose his concentration. But then he like holds his hand back out and you just see, he doesn't say anything back. He's just like keeping that focus on everything. These hunters all have their arrows poised, but none of them release them. Uh, Rough and Tumble are like sitting here like in front of this dragon ready to fight it, but they are both like looking up to him and trusting in one of the advisors on the council. Uh, but Orsel does sit above all of you. This velvet seems to be uh, constrained just a bit. Uh, you all are not out of combat, however. Um, Patches, you are up. So the, the female dragonborn, um, is she still covered in oil? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I'm just going to run over here, and I'm going to give Patches my health potion. Or I mean, Arwell. Arwell, sorry. Oh, I'm Patches. <laughs> I'm going to run over, I'm going to run over, stand next to Arwell, and drink my health potion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my friend's dead, but I will treat myself. Or do you want to roll, or do I roll? You can. You're doing it. I really didn't want to deal with another character death. <laughs> I really thought. I was like, I guess no one's helping Arwell. Knocking on the door. Arwell gets five HP. Yay! Arwell oh, comes back up goodness. and he's got like blood coming out of his mouth. Jesus hey, Christ, what the fuck is going on? Uh, thank you, but I kind of hate you. <laughs> <laughs> this is not not your fault. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we could have been gone. <laughs> could have been on a fucking ferry. Yeah, we could have been so far gone. Uh, yeah, as all of this is happening, uh, Patches runs over to Arwell, opens his mouth, puts a health potion in it. Van, you were up. Uh, is there dirt? And, and dust and shit on the ground around me. Yeah, there's like debris from everything falling over and all the fighting and stuff. I'm gonna reach down into the ground and pick up a big handful of dirt and dust and I'm gonna throw that out 
Okay. Towards where I last saw the Dragonborn. Okay, roll a roll a D6. It's a fucking two. Sweet. So as you throw this dust out, she's standing right in front of you. Cool. Like, like looming over you, you can see her. And you would have noticed that those whispers that you heard were pretty close, so you throw the dust in that direction. She is like, like the dust stops as soon as you throw it. It's like right there, just like, like up against something. Uh, cunning action, disengage. Okay. And pop back a bit. And can I still um, standard action after throwing dust? Um, you don't have fast hands. Only Patches has fast hands, so no. Okay. Arwol's up. <laughs> Yay! Literally, um, I figured I'm gonna it use half my movement to stand up. Oh, um, gets up off the ground, out of his own puddle of blood. So I see this dragonborn now, right? Yes. I'm just gonna like huff and wheeze, and then I'm just gonna put my little hand out, and I'm going to cast Witch Bolt. Oh, cool! Hell yeah! My last last spell. Um, all right. Oops. Shit. Oh, god damn it! Twelve. Uh, a twelve does not hit. Fuck. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, Arwell throws his little witch bolt out and nothing happens. And then, and says, um, Fuck. Yeah, and then I'm gonna move back behind Patches. <laughs> okay, and then you move back behind him. I like it. That's uh, a Patches move. Let's see. <laughs> Velvet's like Velvet stands up and sits here just for a moment, but uh, does not move. Does not do anything, just like stands back up and is sitting there and seems fairly complacent, isn't speaking out to you all or anything, just standing here. Calissa, you're up. Okay. Um, seeing that Arwell is back up, mm-hmm. I am no longer overly concerned with getting to him right away. So thanks, Patches. I took care of that. Um, and I'm still pretty close to our seemingly restrained dragon friend. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just step right up on him again and try again with my scimitar. No, we don't want to do that. I got excited. No, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to... What do I need to do to get up to the level where his daughter is? Um, well... Because the thing's out. Yeah, so it's 20 feet up. Okay, is, there, is it, like, climbable? Is it... Not unless you got a feet like Padgett. Okay, it's like in a that sheer case, wall. so what you guys see is Callista, like, looking around, and she was heading, she was making a beeline for Arwell, but he's up against, she's like, okay, I don't have to do that. What can I do? She's got a scimitar in one hand, she's got the Dosley on her back, she's looking around back and forth trying to figure out what to do. Are we going to hit the dragon? No, don't hit the dragon. He said not to. So she reaches behind her, plucks the open cord on the loot, casts uh-huh. fly on herself. Nice! <laughs> That's <laughs> handy. Oh, shit. That is so good. So you just see her look around, look really confused, and then make a quick decision, strike the cord, and then she just leaps off Goodbye. of the ground and starts heading you up. You see the muck like... <laughs> yeah, it's just flying yeah. off of her invisible shape. <laughs> Because she's still invisible. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so she, scimitar's still in hand, and I'm flying up towards um, Dragonborn Friend. Dragon Beach? Yeah, but this, oh, okay. since that was my action, I can't actually make an attack this round. I'm just going to fly up, and I'm off the railing on the other side, just hovering right beside her. Oh, fun! Her. Uh, woo! That's the first time, first time <laughs> It is the first time I've used it, so I, yeah, you hear the little eep! <laughs> she takes off. She is actually up, in, uh, this Dragonborn female, and as she comes up, as she comes up and it is her turn, she looks toward Velvet and then, she, uh, uh, like you, I guess this dust is just settling. Mm-hmm. But you see her extend a hand toward Velvet, and as she does, she releases this fireball. And as this fireball is hurtling toward Velvet, everyone, one, two, oh, it's Volna. Rough and tumble. Tumble and rough. Yeah, Volna, rough and tumble are all around it. All of you have managed to all get the up NPCs. here. But yeah, she sends a fireball. 
Damn. Yeah, she sends a fireball at them. It's this huge meteor-like thing as it comes That's out. Still Miss Fina. And uh, and she's and as she's speaking, she you just hear her voice come out and say, "You will not kill my brother and control my father. I'll wake him up myself." And uh, she just throws this fireball into all of them. We don't have to take Vona home. <laughs> In a box. <laughs> they're all still up. Yay. Yeah, um, they're all still up. They're not looking good. None of them look good. At, like, they're all looking like their clothes are on fire and they're scathed. So as this fireball explodes on all of them, they are all hurt very much. And that complacent, dazed look that Velvet had on his face. Does it look like the fire hurt the dragon? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, it definitely hurt the dragon. Okay. And the dragon. <laughs> if anybody gets that reference, tweet it at me, at Caleb Hanks. This podcast is brought to you by our new spokespeople. Goose teeth. Goose teeth. And who uses those to chew stuff? Geese. Geese. And what are they chewing? Arby's. No. Oh. Grass and shit. Oh, well, they eat Actually, shit. Shit and Arby's. <laughs> Velvet does snap out of this and uh, and just like out loud says, You'll pay for that too. And you see him just like get on his haunches one more time and his mouth just like begins to open and this green slime oh, no. is coming out of it. Um, and as this is happening... As this is happening, I'm really glad I'm flying. Yeah. So... Patches is up. Are you still invisible? Yes. I'm, I kind of yell at everybody, like, are we really fighting this dragon right now? But I am going to... Uh, you're on the same level no, as No, I'm the, flying above her, actually. Like how far above? That far? Looks like maybe 15 feet. 15 yeah. feet? Yeah. Damn. 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 Yeah, sorry, that's not Sam. giving you advantage, is it? <laughs> Damn, um, Sam. I'm going to shoot an arrow at the dragonborn. I lady, hate this bitch. Okay. A literal backstabber. <laughs> Dude, what'd you do? Is it a one? No, it's not a one, but it's it's uh <laughs> You guys are it's, struggling. It's an eleven. Struggling. It's two really ones. As a bonus action, I'm going to <laughs> sort of all around I'm just like all around the the dragonborn right here. Just, you know, I'm gonna take out like around. two giant handfuls God of, of ball bearings uh, and just roll them out. So these will roll out. So I'm, I'm gonna use like 200 ball bearings. Okay. Roll out. <laughs> doop, doop, doop. I like overkill. These are all around her. Bill ball bearings. Bill ball bearings. <laughs> Van, you're up. There's a bunch of ball bearings rolling on here and like off of the thing. And <laughs> Velvet's down here like getting ready to do something pretty serious, it looks like. And you can just see a little BBs raining off of it. You have three friends down there. They're all looking pretty like about damn bad. Yeah. I throw Fuck. another 200 ball bearings. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> uh, hopefully while this invisible bitch is slipping on these balls, I'm going to um, shoot her in the fucking head with an arrow, hopefully. 13, 14, 15, 16! Hey! That's a hit. You fucking bitch! <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna use my Blarney Stone for the damage. Come on, Blarney Dice. Since Callista is 15 feet over her head, do I get advantage? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> no. Three plus. Wait, no, I get plus stuff. Um, yeah, four, you do. five. 
All right, you do five damage to this to this dragonborn female as she is standing here. Arwell, I'm gonna move back a little bit too. As you're backing <laughs> up, you just like loose a bolt into her. Arwell's up, standing on the other side of her. These ball bearings are all around her. You know that she will be able to move slowly, if nothing else. And as this dust is settling, you don't think it will reveal her location for much longer. Okay, my turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to look and see if this dragon's getting ready to do uh, something epic. I'm sure. So I <laughs> am. Going to back up to about here for now, and I'm going to throw a fire bolt at the dragonborn. Okay. Um, Please hit. Uh, 18. Yes. An 18 is a hit. Good. Um, and that is a D10. Light her up. Ain't no more oil, but it's still gonna hurt. Uh, three damage. Three damage. And then I'm going to finish the rest of my movement and get around a building away You're from You're getting like the on dragon. the other side. He's yeah. hiding. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye bye, Arwell. Okay. <laughs> With your five hit points. Here we go. As this is all happening, another hail of arrows just rains down onto this dragon. Three of which hit, yeah, the, all those hunters that were fighting the zombies have now broken away from these cult members that were holding them back. They are able to give you all a little more backup, and three of these arrows hit. They actually lodge pretty deeply into uh, Velvet, and as this is happening, He's still up, that green slime still coming out of his mouth, and he rules out, and this bile and acid just washes over everything. And while he does run around to this side, Volna's gonna attempt to stay on his back, and she is able to. She's she's like riding this thing like a horse, like just sitting on the back of it. But as Velvet comes around and to this side, you see this spray of acid. And as this acid is spraying out, both Ruff and Tumble are gonna get caught in it. Um, try not to pay too much attention to... All of the dice you're about you know, to roll? All of these dice that I'm about to roll. Good God. I really like Ruff and Tumble, I don't want them to die. Alas, yeah, as this, as this comes out, you see, you see like this green like a like a dam got opened like of this I mean like like in uh, the Simpsons when all the toxic waste spills out that's ex- like exactly what this looks like but it's projected and you see like as as Ruff is getting up she looks back toward Tumble and it just like washes over both of them oh, and it slams into the side of this building and everyone who is standing on the um what would we call that the walkway that is surrounding it needs to make a dexterity saving throw including his own daughter everybody like even me around the corner? Yes. Oh. The whole, like, as it slams into this, though he did just uh, kill Ruff and Tumble, it seems mm. like he was aiming for the building that everyone was standing on as a whole. Word. But, like, as this washes over them, there is, like, there are barely bones left. Like, the metal on their weapons is, like, melting down wow. and, like, barely there. And they, you, like, don't even hear screams from them as this, like, washes over the two of them. Uh, this whole building just, like, buckles really hard. Before, he smashed out a wall, and so that building didn't fall right away, but this, like, has eaten completely through everything on this building that it touched. And so it, there's, like, no foundation, no support, like, all of it's gone. Like, someone got an ice cream scoop and just, like, went through the whole bottom of the building. Uh, Arwell? Nine. Uh, Patches? Sixteen. Uh, you don't need to make that. Callista's flying up in the air. Van? Twenty-one. Wow, nice. Arwell is lucky enough that he's not right near the edge of it like everyone else, but you are going to move 
15 feet toward the edge because it leans this way. So, so Arvel's like, like, ah! like as, yeah, as this building's falling, Arvel like slide. You all see his body like, shh, like come to the edge of it. But um, everyone else is able to position yourselves. Arvel. Callista, you see little Arvel sitting here. He already used his feather fall and everything, which is so funny. Oh, baby Arvel. But this whole building does lean to the side. Uh, Volna riding on the back of this dragon still is going to bring, like even with all this happening, his mouth open, she brings her short sword down and into him as it is happening, and she does four damage to him as this okay. is all happening. Callista, you're up. Okay. Um, while all that confusion, I'm assuming that his daughter who was staying on that walkway is also affected by the collapse. Yes, you see her like yeah. stable. So while herself, she's she unstable yeah. a little bit, sure. I'm swooping down to try to slash at her with the scimitar. Okay. Again, I like I got that out. you're flying around invisible with a little mud on you. I like, like that two invisible people are fighting and we just don't even know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. You just occasionally see somebody maybe take like, a little damage. Oof. It's like I hear yeah. Nat 20, nat 20. It is a nat 20. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's and it's with the, the fucking scimitar, with the scimitar, so it casts oh. silence. That's awesome. Um, so one way Hell or the other. Yes, I do. Well, so it's going to cast silence. So let me look you, that you up. You can cast That's silence it. on whatever you like. Okay. So it does not have to be her, though she is obviously yeah. a mage. Oh, it's a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point I choose, according to the write-up in the book. But they're more than 20 feet apart, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. They're, yeah, she's like 20 feet okay. apart. Well, it's a sphere, so you'd have like 10 feet, but yeah. Gotcha. But okay. one is a dragon. <laughs> well, it's a 20-foot radius. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's 40 feet. Yeah. 40 feet diameter. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's Ooh, fucking big. Oh, I can get one. both of them. Yeah. I'm gonna, get I'm gonna cast it right smack in the middle of the two of them, so they're silenced. Uh huh. And Fuck according yeah. to Fucking silence, dragons. no sound can be created within or passed through the sphere I've just created. Any creature inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage, so y'all don't thunder them. Creatures are deafened while entirely inside it. Casting a spell that includes a verbal component is impossible there. As Callista, you don't even know where she is, but all of a sudden you hear just like, you know the thing monks, the monks can do and like, where is it? It's like, oh. Yeah, like the multi-tonal yeah, singing. Yeah, you yeah, just totally. hear her all of a sudden just create this chord with her voice. Like she's harmonizing with the sword as she hacks down with it. Yeah, So I like, like it. two awesome. notes from her, one from the sword, she's harmonizing with it as she comes down just to hack at his daughter who's standing on the thing. Nat um, 20 hits, obviously. It's a very precise damage. hit. It's very precise. Um, I was aiming, um, it actually had the thought of sort of landing behind her, grabbing her head and trying to sort of cut her throat okay. with it as uh, we go. your damage with your scimitar. Yeah, you still get to so do the damage. I do. Oh, it's so exciting. It's a D6. So six. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Six plus six your roll plus, plus your dex. A one. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Plus my dex, which is three. Okay. Ten total. Nice. Yeah. So as Hell this comes yeah. down, I think yes. I like to imagine that Callista, knowing how to sing and how to use mm -hmm. her voice, she knows how to when it's about to work. Mm -hmm. Like you can feel this thing singing, and so as you harmonize with it, yeah. all of you cannot see what's happening, but you do hear as this is cutting through the air, it is like singing a bit. Like there's just this chord ringing out. Yeah, and then as like you hear Callista's voice coming through and her coming down and slamming into this, and it's cutting the air. Like it, it, it's it seems like this big crescendo is about to happen, but instead it's just like. And all of a sudden, nothing. And then you all, none of you can hear anything. Like, right before, like right as this crescendo is about to build and hit really hard. Um, 
This dragonborn is still up, but with this hit, she is going to be knocked out of her concentration. So she is no longer invisible. She's standing in front of you, and as you can see her once more, she's looking beat the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like, as she's standing in front of all of you, this building is, like, actively falling. Like, this, this it didn't stop. It shook, mm-hmm. and the building is, like, falling over as all of you are on it. Like, as this dragon destroyed it, so... Um, just so that we are f- uh, aware that that's happening, she is up. And as she, she was pre- she was preparing a spell, and like it is like you see her like reach for her hands and she pulls a dagger out, and you can see her mouth moving and something is happening. But like as uh, she is gonna go toward Kalila, holy shit, she got. She doesn't know where I am. Okay, fair enough. Shoulder disadvantage. Okay, great. Yeah, she, she like hacks out toward where you are with this dagger, but like misses completely. You're just able to like dance mm-hmm, around it even mm-hmm. though she can't see Fuck these yeah. movements. But uh, <laughs> Patches, you're up. Um, Shoot her. No. I'm pretty confident that Callista is near the Dragonborn just because she sliced it with a scimitar. Yeah. So I'm going to shoot an arrow. At her. I'm going to shoot her. <laughs> you get you can get advantage for what it's worth. Because Callista's busy. Mm-hmm. Even though she can't see her, Callista She's, still has she her attention. She knows that something right. is there. Right. So. She's like swiped out toward Callista. Um, seventeen to hit. That's a hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Do it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Come on, patches. Um. So ten. 15, 19 damage. Holy yes, shit. Yes, patches. <laughs> yes, just in the back of the head, just an arrow just and like knocks her head forward and just... Yeah, you will uh, see her, like, she screams out. She she has a spell readied that she is casting, and as she holds her hand up, her lips are still just a flapping, and, like, you see her, like, bewildered, pull a dagger out and swipe behind her, and as she swipes behind her, you just see this arrow, like... Like right into that. Well, it doesn't even do that. You just see it. No sound. Just like mm-hmm. right into the back of her head. And then she slumps onto her knees and falls over. So as this dragonborn female slumps over, this building that you are all on is like actively crumbling and falling into the swamp. This other one has already been laid out beside it. Rough and Tumble are Deep. super dead. Like super dead. So Valma is on the back of this dragon with her short sword, just like hacking at this thing. Hell yeah, girl. Uh, the dragon looks like you guys have like dinged it up a bit, but it's nothing too serious at this point. This building is falling. You all can't hear anything. The dragon is roaring out and saying something, though you can't hear any of it. Like everything is going quiet all around you, and nothing is coming in. The hunters are like reloading their arrows as this dragon stands here. Both the dragonborn are dead, and most of the cult has been taken care of. But there is still a young black dragon sitting here looking at all of you, obviously infuriated. And as this building is falling over and your newfound allies are lying dead uh, in this swamp, uh, we're going to end episode 28. Yay! Mm-hmm. Holy Good shit. Good game, guys. That was an entire episode of combat. That was incredible. Dude, Woo! that was fucking amazing. That was a clutch-ass nat 20 with a magical weapon. Dude, I was like, I, I, was fucking, so I wanted you to get a nat 20 so bad. I did too. I just willed that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Caleb Hanks here. You know me as Vandingulus Ulysses Fart Baby from the podcast you were just listening to, the Hit Dice Podcast. And you're hearing my voice right now because Wes doesn't care about the outros anymore and he's a total slacker. Just kidding, love you, he was busy. Anyway, I'm here to tell you, as usual, to tell you about our awesome sponsors in which you should go check out. 
First being Tabletop Loot. They've been with us a long time, and they've got a long line of kick-ass shit for you to go pick up. They've got all kinds of nerdy stuff, but most importantly, they have dice in which you can use to roll to play this D&D game. The reason we're all here. If you enter the offer code HITDICEPOD at checkout, you will get 15% off anything you buy from the store. So, totes, do that. Then there is the one, the only, the thedeckofmini.com. The Deck of Mini creates amazing reference cards for D&D roleplay. These guys make custom-made characters for you, pre-made, and they are awesome. They've got artwork, they've got stats, everything you need for when one of your cunning players asks you something you don't really know about and you need a character on the fly. We do that to Wes all the time. We use their cards in our campaign, or at least Wes does, and you should use them in your campaign. It is very important that you go check out what they've got going on right now because their Kickstarter is almost up and uh, they are really, really, really close to their goal. So please get in there and check out our awesome sponsor and a company that we really, truly believe in. They make an awesome product. Not to mention some of their new cards are holographic. We don't even know how the fuck they do that shit. But that's all the more reason to put a little magic in your campaign from thedeckofmini.com. And last but not least, if you're enjoying the podcast, I would imagine that you probably are because you've been listening this far in how many some odd episodes. I don't even know. I don't keep track of that stuff. I'm too busy playing the game and enjoying it. But one way that you can help out big time is if you go to iTunes right now, find the Hit Dice podcast, and please leave us a five-star review if you think it's worth it because it really helps us out and it helps us get the word out about our podcast that we are putting a lot of effort into. And it's for you guys, the listeners, because we want to make sure that you're enjoying what we're doing just as much as we are. That's why we turned this thing into a podcast in the first place. So thanks a billion for listening to the podcast. Thanks to everybody that interacts with us on the Twitter piece. We love talking to you guys on all forms of social media, which you can find us on Twitter at HitDicePod. And that's the same for Instagram and Facebook. It's just all those things slash HitDicePod. And our website, HitDicePod.com. So find us on all of those medias, whichever one you like the best. And we would love to hear what you think of the podcast. And we love interacting with you. So until next time, we'll see you adventure motherfuckers later or something. See you later, bitches. <laughs>